Welcome to this edition of the Dead Podcast. I'm your host, Cam McKinney. This is episode number 63 of the Dead Podcast. In this edition of the podcast, I'm talking about Rams quarterback Jared Goff's new four-year, $134 million contract extension with the Los Angeles Rams. $110 million of the $134 million are guaranteed money. Jared Goff, I think right now, is a more polarizing quarterback in the league. Some people think he's a first-year quarterback with the Bradys and the Breeze. Most people would say he's a second-year quarterback with, uh, I'd say, the Carson Wentz's of the world, the Deshaun Watson's of the world. And then there are people who think he's below that level, more of like an Andy Dalton type of guy. There seems to be no clear agreement on how good or how bad Jared Goff is, which I think makes him very interesting at the quarterback position. He's somewhere, He's he reminds me of kind of like a Kirk Cousins. There are some people think that Kirk Cousins is really, really good. There are some people think he just puts up the numbers. I think if you're going to compare Jared Goff to a veteran quarterback, he's not most like Brady. He's not most like Breeze. He's not most like Rodgers. He's most like Kirk Cousins. There seems to be no clear agreement on how good Kirk Cousins is. The same can be said for Jared Goff. There is no clear agreement or consensus on how good a quarterback Jared Goff is in the NFL in year going into year four. Goff's first year in the league after being the number one overall pick, he was unimpressive. He had Jeff Fisher as his coach. He had five touchdowns and seven interceptions in his first full season in football. Although he only made seven starts his rookie season, that's that he's not going to have a great cycle or a rookie season when Jeff Fisher is your head coach and when you only make seven starts. Then Sean McFay, the quarterback whisperer that everyone thinks he is, comes in and Sean and Jared Goff becomes almost an MVP candidate last year. 32 touchdowns, 12 picks. The year before that, 28 touchdowns, 7 picks. That is a really good touchdown to interception ratio. Probably better than most people. I, I think some people make the comparisons to... I, I, do, I don't... I think Jared Goff is better than a lot of people do. I think he's better than Alex Smith. He'll, he'll throw the ball deep. He has the Brandon Cooks. He has the Cooper Cups. He will throw to his weapons, Robert Woods, down the field. I think Gary Goff is willing to take chances. I don't think he's the system quarterback that most people think he is. I always hated that comparison. This was a guy who was the number one overall pick. Clearly, he's talented, and now that he's putting up numbers, for you to call him a system quarterback to me is really, really dumb. Again, his career up until this point in three seasons, Jerry Goff is 64 touchdowns to 26 interceptions in three full seasons. I think that is a decent touchdown to pick ratio. Again, he's got a pretty good completion percentage as well above 60% for his career. I don't think Jerry Goff is insanely talented or is one of the best quarterbacks in the league. But I think he is better than most people think he is, if that makes any sense. I think Jared Goff is a second-tier quarterback, again, in that Kirk Cousins level, in that what Joe Flacco used to be level. I think you can win a Super Bowl 
with Jared Goff as your quarterback. I will say this, I also thought he was pretty good in the postseason, except for the Super Bowl. Yes, that Super Bowl was awful, but if we are really going to rate quarterbacks on bad Super Bowls, then I think we have to look at a few of the quarterbacks we think is all-time greats. Peyton Manning did not always play his best football in the Super Bowl. Jared Goff had one bad Super Bowl, so if you were up on Goff and then that game changed your opinion, I have a big issue with that. I think he was bad in that game. I also think Sean McFay's overall game plan in that game was awful. And I would blame more McFay than Goff for that Super Bowl performance. I don't think that, I think the Rams didn't understand how good the Patriots defense was going to be. I don't think Sean Sean McVay brought his normal game plan to that Super Bowl. That was the Sean McVay show to prove that he's the football genius we all thought he was. I don't think it was for Jared Goff to take over that game because I don't, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm not putting that pressure on Jared Goff because I don't think of Jared Goff as a top-tier quarterback. I think he's a second-tier, but we all think of Sean McFay as a top-tier head coach. It was his moment to outshine Bill Belichick, and Sean McFay did not pull through. I am not going to drop all my Jared Goff stock all because of that one football game. To me, that is ludicrous. I think Jared Goff did not play well in the Super Bowl, but he played well going into it. I think he was pretty decent. Again, he needs to prove he can become a playoff quarterback. That's fine. But in year three, to even be at the Super Bowl is well above expectations. And the year before that, he had a tough playoff loss. But he did win a playoff game the year before that, too. So to win a playoff game your second year and to go to the Super Bowl your third year, I think Jared Goff is right on track and even well above track. So for you to drop your Jared Goff stock all because he got beat by the greatest head coach of all time, if Bill Belichick can stop you, that is not a diss to Jared Goff. There have been plenty of quarterbacks who have terrible games, Payne Manning included, against Bill Belichick. We didn't drop Peyton Manning stock, and I don't think you should drop Jared Goff stock all based on the Super Bowl. There have been poor playoff poor playoff performances and Super Bowl performances by some of the greatest quarterbacks in the game. That does not make them any less or more good. I don't think you should lose sight and how good Jared Goff could possibly be. I think there's more potential than what we've seen thus far. I think with the Jared Goff contract, we all want to talk about the money. How could that guy make $134 million? How could that guy make $110 million guaranteed? I think that's a boring conversation to have because nowadays, just if you play the quarterback and you're reliable at all, they're going to give you ludicrous money. Dak Prescott is about to make ludicrous money. Andy Dalton made ludicrous money. Um, Joe Flacco is still making ludicrous money. That is besides the point. And to me, that is an uninteresting conversation. It is the commitment to Jared Goff for at least the next six years, which I find the most interesting. And one of the reasons I do find that the most interesting thing about this contract is what about the Rams just did with Todd Gurley? Todd Gurley himself had overperformed. He had become an MVP candidate. The Rams paid Todd Gurley, and Todd Gurley seems to be closer to the decline than the MVP candidate he was. Again, I'm going to give Todd Gurley a year to prove he is still the Todd Gurley of old, but Todd Gurley really didn't show up in that Super Bowl. And and the last few weeks of the season, as we all know, Todd Gurley was outplayed by C.J. Anderson, who used to be on the Bills and used to be irrelevant. That is not a good sign. 
if you are a Rams fan. So for me, at this moment to pay golf, well, it seems maybe that Todd Gurley's in the decline is interesting because what is Jared Goff going to do if he doesn't have a great running game? Because thus far in those two seasons he's had that have been great, 28 touchdowns, 7 picks, 32 touchdowns, 12 picks, he had a full-on Todd Gurley. Even the beginning of last season, Todd Gurley was insanely good. Can Jared Goff be the best player on your football team? Can he be the best offensive player on your football team? What is he going to do if he doesn't have a great running running game to go alongside him? Yes, he has good weapons like Brandon Cooks, Robert Woods, and Cooper Cup. But if there's no Gurley and there's not going to be a C.J. Anderson this year, what is that Rams running game going to do going forward? Not even this year, because I think Todd Gurley's going to be good. Not for the, maybe even the year after that or the year after that. But there's going to be a time in this six years with Jared Goff where he is going to have to prove that he is a franchise quarterback. He has proven he is a great quarterback. He is a good quarterback. He has not proven he's great. But will Jared Goff prove he is a franchise Aaron Rodgers type of quarterback? I don't know the answer to that. I'm going to give him a chance to prove that to us all. But so far, he has not shown signs of being that because he's had a great running back. This is like Dak Prescott with Ezekiel Elliott. I don't know how great Dak Prescott is because he's had the luxury of having one of the best running backs in the game. And the same can be said for Jared Goff. I am not interested in debating about whether or not Jared Goff deserves $100 million because somebody paid him that, and that's not an interesting conversation. But I will have the debate. Can he be the best player, the best offensive weapon on your football team? Thus far, I would say no. But moving forward, I think the Rams feel like he can be, or they wouldn't be giving him this amount of money. People want to make the comparisons of Jared Goff to Carson Wentz. In the defense of Jared Goff, he did play in that Super Bowl, and he got his team to a Super Bowl. The biggest issue I have with Carson Wentz moving forward is that he was not the guy that led the Eagles to the Super Bowl. That was Nick Foles. And Nick Foles is somewhere else. If Nick Foles goes farther in this post in this next year's postseason with the Jaguars than Carson Wentz does with the Eagles, I think that's troubling for the future of Carson Wentz. I'm not saying I necessarily think that Jared Goff is that much better or that much worse than Carson Wentz. I'm not going to compare them like that. But I will say this. Jared Goff was a key reason in the Rams going to the Super Bowl. And Carson Wentz sat on the sidelines as Nick Foles brought the Eagles to the Super Bowl. Is that fair? Is it not fair? Does it matter? I don't know. But there are way too many people thinking that Carson Wentz is that much better than Jared Goff. And I'm not in that camp. I don't see that much of a difference between the two. I think Carson Wentz is more like a big Ben Roethlisberger and maybe Jared Goff is more of a pure passing quarterback. Is that fair? I think Jared Goff is more accurate with the football than Carson Wentz is. I think that's a fair thing to say at this point in the season. And I also like the wide receivers. Listen, I think Jared Goff is, has better weapons to ha- have more success. And again, he has one has Doug Peterson, one has Sean McVay. I think at this point, I- I'm going to go with Sean McVay moving forward. I mean, Doug Peterson has a Super Bowl. I'm going to go with the Jared Goff moving forward here. I like Jared Goff's game more than I like Carson Wentz's game. And I just feel like the Eagles gave the money to Carson Wentz because they have a fear of losing their young quarterback, which is another reason why I don't want to have conversations about teams paying their quarterbacks because I think most of it has to do with the fear of losing out on a young quarterback and sticking to your gut and sticking with a young guy. It would be more impressive 
and more exciting to talk about if the Eagles had kept Nick Foles and got rid of Carson Wentz. But I think the one reason they didn't do that was because they would get ridiculed for letting go of Carson Wentz, who too many people think is great when he's not. I think the more interesting and brave thing to do for the Eagles was to have kept Nick Foles. And the same reason why the Rams are locking up Jared Goff, even though they're locking him up a little too early here. I don't, I think some of the thing that makes this conversation so boring is that teams fear of losing their young quarterbacks. Andy Dalton with the Bengals is another clear example that the Bengals just give him a massive contract. The fear of losing out on him and the fear of trying to get another guy, like they replace, They're acting like these quarterbacks are irreplaceable when most of us don't feel that way. The Bengals felt like Andy Dalton was irreplaceable. The Eagles felt like Carson Wentz was irreplaceable. Too many of these teams are feeling like these quarterbacks are irreplaceable. So they're paying them like kings, and some of the great ones are being paid like some of the not-so-great ones. Like the Aaron Rodgers contract should be so much better than the Jerry Goff contract or the... Whatever Dak Prescott is about to get is about to blow everyone's mind. And that's why I'm just so sick and tired of talking about the actual money value of these contracts. The interesting thing to me is that the Rams are making a six-year commitment to Jared Goff. And one of the reasons I find that so interesting is that Sean McVay clearly loves Bill Belichick. And he's seen that Bill Belichick has never switched quarterbacks. I think it's smart for Sean McVay not to go quarterback hunting and get like an old quarterback at the end of their career what if Tom Brady becomes available what if Drew Brees becomes available what if Kirk Cousins becomes available after the Vikings I think Sean McVay is making the wise choice because none of these head coaches that switch their quarterbacks really have any great deal of success in NFL history. I mean, the Broncos are the, like the last team to add a guy from the outside, Peyton Manning, and win a Super Bowl. I think Sean McVay sees that stability is the key to having a great team. And if you're going to have McVay every year, you're going to have Goff every year, you, you think you're going to have Todd Gurley every year, and you think you're going to have Aaron Donald every year. That, to me, is the big key here. The Rams are going to become a stable organization which to me, the debate about whether or not they should get a better quarterback becomes useless because if they're stable, I think they become one of the best franchises in the NFL, a la the New England Patriots. One of the things that have kept the Patriots so great is that they have the same head coach and they have the same quarterback year after year after year. And if that's what the Rams are going for, then I think that is a smart and brilliant move for them to do. I'm not saying that Sean McVay and Jared Goff are going to become Bill Belichick or Tom Brady, but they have a good enough chance as any to win a Super Bowl together than any of the other head coach quarterback combos out there right now. I mean, Mike Tomlin and Big Ben are on the decline. Belichick and Brady are at the end of their runs. This is the time for the Rams to become the next class of the NFL, and I think they have a gooder chance as any as to be that next big team that year after year after year, they're going to give themselves a shot to win the Super Bowl. They are kind of built to win now, but they have kind of secured their future to me here. They're going to have Aaron Donald year after year after year. They're going to have Jerry Goff year after year after year. And they're going to have Sean McVay, who we all think is the genius offensive mind he is, 
year after year after year, they're going to have success. But make no mistake about it. The biggest issue with the Rams right now is Todd Gurley. And they might want to ignore the question. There were the rumors of arthritis. If Todd Gurley is on the decline, what is the value of Jared Goff? We are going to figure that out. And I think that's interesting because we saw that with Russell Wilson. After he lost Marjon Lynch, he's kind of become a top-tier quarterback. Can Jared Goff make that same leap? We did. No one thought Russell Wilson was going to be able to make that leap. I think it will be interesting to see if Jared Goff can make that leap. It's interesting once you lose your star running back. I have no faith that Dak Prescott could make the leap if he lost Ezekiel Elliott. And that's why the Cowboys paid Ezekiel Elliott the highest paid running back position. I think Jared Goff can make that leap possibly. And that's that's just interesting to watch. It's another interesting storyline. It's fascinating to see if Jared Goff can become a real franchise quarterback in that level of Breeze Brady. We don't know that. And he had one bad Super Bowl. And to say that he's not those guys, I just think it's stupid to do in year three or four. Jared Goff is going into year four. All three years, the first year, if you had told me in year three that that guy was going to go to the Super Bowl, you would have laughed in my face. So to now doubt him again, I think it's another interesting and slash stupid take for some people because that guy had five touchdowns and seven picks with Jeff Fisher as his coach. And then his circumstances changed, he adapted, and he had two really good seasons back-to-back. So to now doubt him again... I think is ridiculous, and I have faith that Jared Goff can become a top-tier quarterback in this league. I think he will become that. I think he will become better than Carson Wentz. I think he will become better than Deshaun Watson because he's more accurate with the football. He has better weapons around him, and he has a stable head coach and organization to put the weapons around him to make sure he is an elite level quarterback. Again, we can all look at the money and go, wow, Jared Goff, way overpaid. Carson Wentz, way overpaid. We just, they're betting on their futures. They drafted them first and second overall. It shouldn't be that surprising that these guys are getting paid. And to do that every time a quarter quarterback is getting paid. Again, Andy Dalton got paid. Dak Prescott got paid. Those are third-tier quarterbacks getting huge, massive money. It's the future. It's the commitment to these guys that is the interesting thing. And also the downfall of most of these organizations. The Rams are betting on Jared Goff the same way that the Eagles are betting on Carson Wentz. And I'm betting more on the future of Jared Goff than Carson Wentz. I think the Rams will win a Super Bowl in the Jared Goff era. They have the best defensive player in football in Aaron Donald. No offense, Khalil Mack. They have a good enough quarterback to lead them there and they have a top tier running back where if they can take advantage of his last few years being dominant they have a legitimate chance to win a Super Bowl this year why would you not have the Rams well I get the idea that the Rams the I've heard some people say that the Rams should have waited for the Tom Brady's or the Drew Brees that would have been a quick fix maybe they would have one more year to win a Super Bowl but they are trying to become a stable organization the same way that those teams, the Saints and the Patriots, became stable with Sean Payton and Drew Brees, Bill Belichick and Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Mike McCarthy. There's a reason that some of these teams, Big Ben, Mike Tomlin, there's a reason that some of these teams have gigantic success because if you have stability, the head coach and quarterbacks 
positions, you are going to have a good chance of becoming a clear and concise team. The reason Derek Carr in Oakland hasn't worked out is because he switched head coaches uh, what, like four or five times at this point. He now has John Gruden as his head coach. He had, I mean, that's the reason that Derek Carr hasn't had success in Oakland. Give Jerry Goff stability with his head coach, and there's a really good chance he is going to have success if you pick the right people. Dallas, unfortunately, does not have the right people with Jason Garrett and Dak Prescott, but I am betting on the, that the Rams have the right people in Sean McFay and Jerry Goff. I think it is the right decision to give Jerry Goff this contract extension because you don't have to go through the years where Jerry Goff doesn't look so good and you go, wow, maybe they're going to switch quarterbacks. You have given him a clear commitment. You have committed to McVay. You have committed to Goff. You have committed to Aaron Donald. And you've committed to Todd Gurley. Stability is the best measurement of success in the NFL. Again, the Patriots, the Saints, the Steelers, the Packers, these recent Super Bowl winners have all had stability at their head coach and quarterback positions. That is the biggest measurement of success. And to me, the Rams are doing it right. You might question the money. You might question Jerry Goff's value. I understand that. We all have our opinions on the player himself. But what the Rams are doing is a smart way to do. They drafted this guy number one overall. And you want, some of you want them to just give up on him after year three, where he kind of looked like an MVP candidate until Cooper Cup got down with an injury. Now you're going to have Cooper Cup back. You're going to have Brandon Cooks. You're going to have Robin Woods. You're going to have Todd Gurley. You have a real chance of winning a Super Bowl with this head coach and this quarterback. That's why paying Jerry Goff this money is overall the right move for the Rams. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Head Dead Podcast. I'm Ken McKinney. There will be a new episode of the Head Dead Podcast every Monday on Apple Podcasts and iTunes. Please rate, review, and subscribe. Thanks again for listening. Mm-hmm.